In this episode of Monday Moments, we're talking about why you should read the Bible, so sit back and stay tuned for more. Hey there, welcome to another episode of Monday Moments, the show in which we take a deeper dive into Sunday Sermon. I'm your host, Travis. With me today is Pastor James. Welcome to the new year. It is now 2023. This is our first episode of the year. If you're watching this or listening to this at the time it's being released, we want to welcome you. We're excited about what the new year holds. And to kick off the year, you started a sermon. It's kind of a one-off. We're not Mm -hmm. necessarily diving into a sermon series per se, but you started this year by... Um, stressing and emphasizing uh, the importance, and I would say the necessity of mm-hmm. being in God's Word, reading the Bible. Yeah. Um, why that's so important, and um, I wondered if for those of uh, for those of us who may have um, missed Sunday sermon, mm-hmm. um, if you might kind of give a, a quick recap and maybe what the big idea was. Yeah, big idea. If we are going to um, become uh, the people that God has called us to be, then we have to begin to take serious the reading of God's word for ourselves, um, not for, um, not not firstly for our culture or for someone else, but to really begin to look at God's word uh, through the lens of how does this apply to me, mm-hmm. and um, how is God wanting to use this word to change and to transform my yeah. life? Yeah, that's good. Um, and, there's quite a bit that you, um, I would say, maybe address and kind of okay. unpackage yeah. in the sermon, which is really good. A lot of things kind of going on, I think, in our culture. Um, one of the things that really stood out to me was your point that it's not enough to just participate, like to mm-hmm. show up in, yeah. in church. You know, it's not enough um, to just walk through the doors, sit down, occupy, you know, a seat or a pew or whatever. And and one of the things that I thought was really interesting was that you took it a step further and said it's not enough to merely read the Bible. Yeah. And um, in, in essence saying it's not enough to, to simply read the Bible for content or to check off, you know, a, a to-do list like, yeah. oh, I did that today. I'll, could you maybe go into that a little bit more. Yeah, I think that what happens a lot of times and let's take let's let's take a a one-year reading plan. Yeah. Um, anybody who has done a one-year reading plan has probably at some point experienced uh, fallen behind. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. you know, if uh, if you're if you're the person out there who has done a one-year reading plan and has never missed a day any time that you've done it, um, you are in the yeah. <laughs> the 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 extreme minority yeah, the top 0.5 um, yeah. percent and you know a lot of times I, I would talk to people and they would talk about you know i'm, I'm trying to read through the bible this year mm. but you know I, I got disappointed because i fell behind and yeah. then i was like well does it really matter and I, and I and i think to this look you're you're missing the point yeah um the, the point is the point is that you would experience god's word yeah the point is not that you would just read God's word, and I think that that's where a lot of people really struggle. Is mm-hmm. that they they look at it and they're they're trying to read it strictly for content. Like I yeah. I need mm-hmm. to know what the Bible says. I need to do all these things, and all of that is true. But it, the Bible was written um, to be experienced. Mm-hmm. It, it was written to um, to convict and to you know. Paul talks about in. 
uh, in in Timothy, the second book of Timothy, to to rebuke and to reprove and yeah. to correct and to you know in, encourage and to build up and all of these different things that the Bible is intended to do. And so oftentimes we treat it as this very static work of literature mm-hmm. that is designed. Um, just to be just to be treated like any other piece yeah. of literature, and I was talking with someone yesterday, and and I said, you know, the the reality is, is that the Bible, the physical Bible, this this book that I'm holding in my hand, um, doesn't have um, doesn't have any more power yeah. to change my life than any other good book, apart from the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Um, and, and that's what that's what the Bible says is that the Holy Spirit is the one that would give understanding to these things, and and too often I think that we're trying to gain these truths mm-hmm. apart from a relationship with the Holy Spirit, apart from the one who authored yeah. this work, right? In order that that He might speak to us personally, yeah. Yeah, and even Paul said, you know, the law was a schoolmaster to bring us to Christ, yeah. right? And he's not saying the law was bad. The law is yeah. good. It was given to us by God. It's holy. Um, but it was a schoolmaster. And I yeah. think in the same way, we sometimes fall short uh, in in looking at the Bible as the end in yeah. and of itself. And really, the Bible is a means to an end. Mm-hmm. And the end is to know Christ, yeah. to have a relationship with him, to hear his voice, yeah. um, to, to know the one, like you said, the one who wrote these words. Um, and, you know, we were talking in our staff meeting before filming this video mm-hmm. about um, how in in ancient um, Hebrew culture, uh, scripture was read out loud. There yeah. was uh, this emphasis that was placed on listening mm-hmm. and speaking the words out loud. And so I think it's um, no small thing when you mention how important it is to ask the Lord to speak to us yeah. through his word. And so the the challenge and the question then becomes, am I taking the time to not just read ink on a page, am I taking the time to listen mm-hmm. and to allow the Lord to speak to me, allow myself to learn his voice? Um, and that can oftentimes be the hard part. I mean, it doesn't sound like it, but sometimes yeah. it is. Like we get caught up in our in our routine and and you know the the task list of the day and say, all right, well, I got to get through this. I got to check this off and and move on to the next thing. And so, I I find it um, almost ironic that sitting and being still and and, yeah. and listening is is often like a really challenging aspect. Yeah. Um. And, and to really trust, like. Okay, if I listen, if I take the time, is God actually going to speak to me? But that's yeah. part of it. I mean, and even, you know, in, in, in Deuteronomy, the Shema mm-hmm. um, was such an integral part of, of Hebrew culture. Yeah. And it was, listen, listen, O Israel, the Lord your God is one. You shall worship him with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength. Yeah. And so listening, and, and even the book of James says, be hearers of be the hearers. word, yeah. you know, not doers only. So yeah, I think the challenge is, are we having that relationship? Yeah, and, and I think that the Probably the easiest way to do that is is simply to answer this question every time I sit down with the Word. Lord, what are you saying to me? Yeah. What, what what would you? How would you have these words change me? You know. Yeah. And so this morning I'm I'm reading. Um, you know, I'm with with a lot of other people. Um, you know, January first comes around. I I, I restarted. Um, you know, my my reading plan. 
Um, and so this morning, you know, in the beginning of, of the Old Testament, mm-hmm. stories that I have read hundreds of times, yeah. hundreds of times, and I look at it and I'm, I'm going through the story of, of Cain and Abel and, um, you know, Cain killing his brother and all of these different things. And, and, and I'm just looking at this and I'm saying, Lord, what, what, do, you, what do you have for me in all of this? And, and the reality, I think, that I took away from that was Cain's big struggle was there was this, there was just this sense of jealousy that mm-hmm. God was, was doing something different in his brother. And, and, and Cain, was, Cain was trying to present things in his own way. And, and, I, and I just began to look at that and I say, okay, Lord, what are, the, what are some of the things in my life that mm-hmm. maybe I have tried to um, force you to be okay with? Yeah. Um, you know, the, the Lord had a very specific way that he wanted to um, bring these things about, and Cain was unwilling to do that. And then he became jealous of his brother because his brother yeah. had these things, and it resulted in something. And I looked at that, and I thought, you know, Lord, there's a lot of times that I try to get you to be okay mm. with some things in my life. Like, I would yeah. rather do it this way. Sure. And and my efforts are spent trying to convince you um, to be okay to do that. And so even looking at the story that I have that I have grown up hearing, that I have listened to over and over and over again, just taking that time to go before the Lord and say, Lord, what do you want to do? What do you want to reveal yeah. in me? And there was a couple of those areas that he yeah. says, you know, here, here's some things in your own life. And, and, and I think that every time we come to God's word, yeah. I think he wants to speak to us. You know, yeah. he, he, he says that he's near. He says that he 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 desires that that closeness, uh, but you're right. It's 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 a willingness to not just be still, mm. but to have an expectation yeah. that God wants to communicate with us. Yeah, and I loved um, when you when you talked about how, like, in order for transformation to happen, like you have to allow the word to to get inside of you. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, it reminded me of an analogy that uh, Max Lucado said. He said, you can stand in the middle of a river and still die of thirst. Yeah. It's not until you get that water inside of you that it satisfies. Yeah. And it's the same way. We can be in church and we can be in our in our Bible reading plans. Those are great things. And we should be surrounding ourselves with community and with, you know, structured readings. I think those things are great. Yeah. But if we don't take the time to allow the Lord to speak those things and, and, and root those things within us. We're, we're missing out on, on the, the, the best part. And, yeah. and, uh, I think that's even what you just said, reading the story of Cain and Abel, how do like, God, how have I been like Cain? I think yeah. that's something that we often miss is, uh, we don't necessarily see ourselves as, mm-hmm. um, like the bad guys of yeah. some of these like stories, you know, when, when we're, Growing up, if we, if we grew up in Sunday school, yeah. you know, we hear like these are the bad guys, you know, and so oh yeah, well, they're the bad guys. I'd yeah. never be like them. And yet, <laughs> at the same time, like we're all human and we all have our faults. And so to say, okay, God, how have I um, acted like blank? Yeah. And then to allow the Lord to reveal that to us, I think, is such an important um, part of this process. If you had to say um, this is the most, or maybe some of the most common hurdles or even objections to reading God's word, um, what would you say some of those things are? I think the most the most common one is that it's just too difficult to mm. understand, it, which which makes sense. Sure. It, it, it makes sense from this standpoint. Um, I, I used this, this yesterday, but when we talk about the story of the Bible, yeah. which is, is one story mm-hmm. told in many parts, yeah. you know, 
um, chapters of a book, essentially that all that all paint this one picture. We 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 get so caught up in well, what is what does this mean, and what are the you know, and 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 there's there's so much beautiful study that can yeah. be done in that regard, but what God wants to share to us, share with us is what comes through the power of his Holy Spirit. Mm. And 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 that's what the Lord says that the the role of the Holy Spirit is to is to reveal these things to mm. us. And and it says that apart from that um, that that the message of the cross is foolishness yeah. to those who are perishing, to mm-hmm. those who 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 do not have a relationship with with God. These these things just appear as foolishness. They don't make sense, all of these different things. But if we would take the time to just say, Holy Spirit, would you just reveal to me what you have for me in this moment? That is where I see most people get really caught sure. up. They say, I don't know how this word applies to me. I don't know what this is. But but you're looking at it not from not from a relational standpoint. Mm. You're looking at it from this context standpoint of yeah. like, okay, do I understand the context of what's happening? And again, I, 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 many, many words have been written about context and things, and I think that those are, much of that is wonderful. But, but if, we're, if, we're, if we're putting more hope in those things than we are in, um, in what the Holy Spirit really wants to reveal to us, then I think that we're going to find ourselves frustrated. The other thing that I see is that people really begin to become um, burdened, mm-hmm by their reading. Yeah. They feel like they fell off. They didn't do it for very long. You know, they, uh, they, they fell behind in their reading plan, all these different things. And, and I say, look, just get back in it. Yeah. You know, well, I just, I feel bad because, you know, I'm never going to get caught up. Well, maybe let's not focus about getting caught up. Let's yeah. maybe just focus on making it a habit to read God's word yeah. on a daily basis and not get under this, this big, this big burden. Yeah. Again, the, the point of it all is the Bible says, "Be holy, because I am holy," yep. and 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 the goal is that is that we would become like more like God in every way that yeah. we would reflect more and more of His character, which requires humility. Right, like holiness require it. Holiness demands humility. Yeah, because I have to become less like me and more mm-hmm. like Him, and I do that by reading His Word. Right. I do that by by knowing his character. I do that by growing this relationship. I do that by allowing him to speak to me through right. his word. And if I will do that and I will humble myself yeah. to to say, Lord, what do you want to change in me? Mm-hmm. Then I will become more and more like him. Yeah. Well, and to take the passage in, in the book of James a, a step further, mm-hmm. you know, if he said, if we are... Um, hearers only mm-hmm. and not doers will be like someone who looks at their face in a mirror, walks away and forgets what they look yep. like. And so when we when we read and hopefully experience scripture, it should be like a mirror. It should be yeah. like looking at ourselves in the mirror and, and, and we say, wow, yeah, I am not as much like God as I ought to be. You know, yeah. God, would you help me be more like you? Would you help me be um, more Christ-like? And I think one of the, the other challenges just to kind of jump back to what you were saying earlier is getting caught up in the context can be really overwhelming and really daunting. Yeah. And and I think that there is 
um, not I think, there is tremendous value in biblical study, like to really yes. break it down and study Scripture. But there's also an element, this is the beautiful thing about the Bible, is that there there is this, almost like this other side or this other approach, um, if you can think of it like this, to where I'm not reading it to study, like homework, you know, yeah. I'm reading it yeah. to experience the presence of God, to experience the voice of God. Yeah. Um, and so... I've even heard from some pastors that they have to be really disciplined to separate those things because what they have found is that they're so used to being in this pastoral preaching mindset Mm -hmm. that when they read the Bible, they're often getting caught up in the word studies and the, oh, this would make a great point in a sermon and and they, what 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 does this mean in the Greek and how does it relate to, you know, and, and I'll say when, when I was in, when I was in Bible college, there the challenge that I faced was that the Bible, I began to treat the Bible more like a textbook than a letter. Yeah, right. Um, and I would study it. And I wouldn't study it from the standpoint of, oh, this was written by someone who, by, by a heavenly father who loves me. Mm-hmm. I was reading it as a, as a historical document and trying to yeah. unearth all of these things. And a part of, part of my studies required that. Sure. But what I found is that as I began to read it for myself, I was I was kind of stuck in this mindset of okay, so what does this what does this word mean, and yeah. what is all these things? And and again, to go back to this morning, I'm I'm looking at this story and I'm going, Lord, there are there are places that I I I'm I'm trying to convince you to mm. accept something that I know is not what you asked for. Sure. Um. But it's easier than me doing it the other way, right? And and that's just a very personal yeah. place to come to, and 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 that's where that's where God's word really begins to come alive yeah. in our lives uh, to begin to do those things. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. If if I know we're kind of running short on time, yeah. but um, I think it's so. This is such an important topic, and and you mentioned this in your in your message a number of times. If someone is watching this video or listening mm-hmm. to this podcast and they're saying, I want to start uh, reading yeah. the Bible. And and I'm going to kind of uh, kind of amend this statement a little okay. bit. If they want to start reading the Bible with the long term in mind. Yeah. In other words, I want to set up habits now that will lead me to a lifelong, consistent relationship with God through his word. How would you encourage someone to start doing that? Uh, yeah, start. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, just open it up. Yeah, yeah, I would. I would say if if you if you don't have um, a couple of things, if you don't have a reader's version, um, English Standard, uh, New Living Translation, something that um, is uh, is is written in a way that's a little bit easier to read through it, I would encourage you to do that. Um, I think the beauty is that there's a lot of resources that are available. Yeah. Um, online for that, um, the U Version Bible app is mm-hmm. a great is a great place to start. Um, look for a one year, um, and if you fall behind a couple of days, don't get under this burden. Yeah. Just jump back in. Like keep reading. Don't ever read apart from asking the question, Lord, what do you want to say to me today? And 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 what the Lord says to you, um, you you may or may not feel like it has anything to do with with what you read that day but the holy spirit giving the holy spirit an opportunity to come and to speak to you 
is is what changes you and it's what draws you back because when you begin to experience that relationship on a daily basis your heart and your soul begins to thirst for more and more of that and so i would encourage you find find some kind of a find some kind of a routine um get up get up earlier mm-hmm. um you know everybody talks about you know it's just i don't have any time it's we we have a lot of time oh yeah um, it's same 24 hours and, as yeah, everyone else. And, yeah and and it's hard I, I i agree it's hard at times to get sure. up earlier in the morning but but get up and and commit yourself to the discipline of it but not not the discipline of reading the bible just for the sake of reading the bible mm-hmm. but reading the bible with with an open heart and and reading the bible for yourself lord what do you what do you want to say to me. Um, we talked about it yesterday, praying God's word, um, going and finding some of those beautiful prayers. You can even, you can even probably just Google some of the great prayers in scripture and, and, and familiarize yourself with those scriptures and those prayers, those great prayers from scripture and, and, and include, include those prayers in your own prayer time, especially if you're at a point in your life where you, you don't know how to pray. You're yeah. struggling to pray. Jesus gave a, a beautiful example of his disciples. When you pray, pray like this. And and he lays out that beautiful prayer. Begin there. And then finally, as I said yesterday, um, commit this year that you're going to memorize some scriptures, uh, that you're going to commit them uh, to memory in your own heart. How do you how do you choose? Like I said yesterday, the way that the way that I have always memorized scripture is um, because I have I have sought scripture that deals with where where I'm currently at in my yeah. life today, and I just I, I make those scriptures a part of my daily um, my daily reading um, to the point that they finally become a part of me. Yeah, I had a friend. Uh, encourage me, and this is probably going to seem really archaic in the day and age of like smartphones and stuff. <laughs> but he said, you know, anytime you're reading this the, the Bible, scripture, and you see something that really speaks to you, you know, maybe maybe it's a promise, maybe it's an encouragement, you know, whatever the case might be. If God is really speaking something to you, write it on a three by five mm-hmm. index card and put that in your pocket. Yeah. And every time your hand, you know, goes to your pocket, pull it out, read it, put it back in your pocket, mm-hmm. and. Again, that might seem really old-fashioned now, but at the same time, that was a really great... And I grew up in Christian schools and Christian home and everything, and even still, that exercise in my late teens and early 20s really helped me to allow the Word to take root in my heart, especially like you're saying when I was going through some really difficult times, yeah. some, you know, times of like really, you know, inner turmoil and stuff. Um, when, when God would speak to me through scripture, I would write that down and I would just go back to it over and over and over and over I, again. Yeah. I know we're out of time. I think it's a, it's a really beautiful point. You know, whenever, whenever Israel would anoint a new King, mm-hmm. uh, the King was required to go back and to rewrite, wow. um, his own copy, mm-hmm. um, of all of those, of all of those books that had been written. Wow. And, and one by one, he would just have to go through and write yeah. those things out. There, there is something significant about that. And I think that's a great, a great suggestion is, yeah. to, is to not just read God's Word, to not just write God's Word, to not just um, memorize God's Word, but to, uh, I, I, to pray God's Word, but also to, 
to write out yeah. uh, God's word in those areas that That's are significant. Good. That's good. Yeah. Well, thanks for taking some time out yeah. of your day to, to dive into your sermon a little bit more. And thank you for taking some time out of your day to watch or listen to this episode of Monday Moments. We hope that you got something out of it. And if you did, let us know. Send us a message, leave a comment, um, however you want to do that. We would just love to hear from you. We're excited about the new year. Thanks again for joining us. And we will see you next week. Yeah.